How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Welcome to Blinded Faith, the podcast holding an honest, frank, and enlightening conversation around a passionate belief. I'm Yasser, and today we're on a bit of a journey, literally. So far, I've been to Birmingham to talk veganism, to North London discussing Islamophobia, and in this episode, I'm on my way to the Isle of Wight to speak to legendary conspiracy theorist David Icke. When you break down how much carbon dioxide is actually in the atmosphere against other greenhouse gases, something like 98% of greenhouse gases are water vapour and clouds. What are we going to do? Ban water vapour? ban condensation on the window. What are we going to do? It's crazy, man. David's theatre shows are incredibly successful and he speaks for hours on end about various beliefs he has. I want to find out a little bit more about why he believes what he says is correct. Now, he's been outspoken about the media portrayal of global warming and that how, in his opinion, it's basically just been blown out of proportion. Let's get on the ferry and find out a little more about why David isn't so sure that global warming is all that it's reported to be. Hi, David. Hi. Thank you for inviting me into your lovely home. This no is, problem. This is really nice. Um, now, I want to talk to you about a couple of things. Uh, people have basically described you as professional conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Well, because they don't know what they're talking about. Right. What do you mean? Where does um, where does the where does the term conspiracy theorist and conspiracy theory where did it come into widespread use? Who did it? People don't know, do they? Well, I'll tell you. It was the CIA. In the 1960s, the CIA was getting concerned that people weren't accepting the official story. There, there were these crazy people, you see, who were saying about the Kennedy assassination yeah. that when it was caught by a, a, someone called uh, Abraham Zabruder filming from the side and the bullet hit him in the forehead, that somehow it was shot from behind him, right? So people thought that's a bit strange. They're crazy people. And then there was the magic bullet theory that it actually came through a number of people, turned at crazy angles and then hit him. Right. And there were these crazy people, absolute lunatics, 
who were saying that don't sound possible to us. And of course, um, people were listening to this and going, well, actually, it doesn't, does it? So what the CIA did was uh, contact and you, you can go on the Internet and see the, the documents. Uh, they contacted major media organizations in America with a list of things to do or ways to discredit people who weren't accepting the official story of these assassinations, particularly the Kennedy assassination. And one of them was to call the uh, questioning people conspiracy theorists and conspiracy theory. And so what has happened all these years later, the mainstream media, anyone who questions an official story, um, and, you know, that means we're accepting that officialdom tells us the truth every time, Anyone who questions the official uh, version of events is now, by reflex action, a conspiracy theorist. And, and a conspiracy theorist is, that term is designed to get people to say, ah, oh, well, listen to that, then it's a conspiracy theory. When the definition of conspiracy is simply two or more people conspiring to bring about a desired end, usually illegal. Right. On that basis, the world is drowning in conspiracies. <clears throat> so, no, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, professional or otherwise. I'm a basically what I was before, only without editors to censor me, an investigative um, a journalist. Uh, and um, I follow information and I follow um, evidence and I go where it takes me. Um, what I don't do is have uh, what people call belief, which I would term in this regard as a preconceived idea of how things are uh, that says that sounds really far out so I'm not going there instead I'll say well it does sound far out but let's see if it stands up if the evidence stands up so that's what I am I'm not a conspiracy theorist I mean you know what is a conspiracy theory um, yeah. it's someone saying well the way I th I see it I think this is happening now, of course, there are conspiracy theories where people say, yeah, in my view, this is what happened. But what uh, people like me are seeking to do seven days a week is to um, uncover evidence that turns a theory into a, well, obviously, look at it. That's what happened. And uh, that's very different to the way people like me are painted. Yeah. I know, I know global warming is something you've spoken about before. Um, what, what is your beliefs on global warming? Well, um, I've, again, um, looked at the evidence and I've read um, accounts by scientists who once believed that uh, global warming was caused by uh, human activity, who have vehemently now changed their mind. And when I look at the evidence for and I look at the evidence against, and also when I look at the number of times that... Um, evidence in favour of it has been exposed as being doctored and emails have come to light where they're discussing how to doctor it you know I have a it's a simple thing if you're telling the truth you don't need to censor so why are they censoring information and, and this is a, a big um, red flag in any area if officialdom in any way is censoring information that, that would give us a more balanced view of what happened or what's going on, then obviously there's a political agenda for us to think a certain way. And the thing is that there's a, there's a simple question 
that uh, basically uh, uh, opens the door to why we are told many things, and that is who benefits. Mm. Who benefits from me believing what I'm being told about this event or this situation? And if you, um, if you see, and you mostly do, that who benefits from us believing the official story of something is the officialdom that's telling us it, Right. Then, then red flags and flashing red lights um, should go off. And in terms of uh, global warming, which then was, of course, became climate change when the temperatures um, uh, evened out, yeah. um, is an excuse which has been planned for a very long time, going back at least to um, the creation of an organisation called the Club of Rome in the 1960s, um, to justify transformations of human society based on we must protect the earth from global warming. And when you break down how much um, carbon dioxide is actually in the atmosphere against other greenhouse gases, yeah, something like 98% of greenhouse gases are water vapour and clouds. What are we going to do? Ban water vapour? Ban condensation on the window? What are we going to do? It's crazy, man. Um, and the other thing about um, carbon dioxide is if we didn't have it, we'd all be dead. There'd be no vegetation. And so when you look back at um, times when temperatures were higher than they are today, like in the so-called medieval warm period um, a thousand years ago, yeah. it was a time of abundance because, of course, things abundantly grow in a in a carbon uh, carbon dioxide atmosphere that don't when yeah. it's when it's far more um, reduced um, so again the greatest form of belief programming and perception programming is repetition right keep saying it keep saying it and it becomes well everyone knows that mate but what I do is I say well okay but let's have a look at it yeah. Let's see if it stands up to scrutiny. And invariably it doesn't. But why would someone lie about global warming? Why, why lie about it? Why make it up? Because of what I've just said. If you want to um, change society in ways that you wouldn't normally have an excuse to do, then um, you, you, you find an excuse. And it's a technique of mass perceptual manipulation that I gave a, a name to a long, long time ago, a problem-reaction-solution, where at stage one you create a problem, real or manufactured, you blame someone else or something else for it, um, and then unquestioning mainstream media will pass your version of the problem on to the public, and at stage two you want a reaction. You want a reaction from the public that is either A, do something, or B, not against it strong enough to say you mustn't do it. They'll, they'll say things like, oh, well, we don't like it, but given the situation, I suppose it better, we're better, we're better do it, right? So then you've got the problem. There you've got the reaction, do something or otherwise. And step number three is then offering the solution openly to the problems that you have 
either covertly created or lied about. And there's no greater um, example of um, problem, reaction, solution, uh, or in this case, no problem, reaction, solution than weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. The um, excuse to invade Iraq in 2003 simply wasn't there. So they made one up. And, you know, let's not forget that the same authorities that lied to us about weapons of mass destruction, that have provably um, lied to us over and over and over and over again on so many different areas that have been come to light with the passage of time, are the same authorities that are giving us the official version of global warming. So, um, it, it, you know, I, my, my advice to anybody will be, okay, listen to what they tell us to believe, but don't just believe it. Check it out. Uh, have a look at the... Um, the alternative way of looking at it. Have a look at uh, evidence that doesn't get in the mainstream media. And then, if you think that the official story still adds up, well, fair enough. But at least you've put it under scrutiny. Most people don't. They just accept it. Yeah. And, and you know, if you keep repeating something over and over again, it comes to the point where it's so downloaded into the conscious and subconscious mind that even though you've not checked it out and actually have no real evidence for it, it becomes a, that's how things are in your mind. And this is happening all the time. But what about the weather changing? We're seeing that when we put on the news, we put on the weather, oh, we, we see weather's changing. And that's a direct uh, hold effect, a second. isn't it? That, 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 that's, that's an interesting point. Yeah. Okay. No one says at any point that there is this global warming going on. No one says that. It's never mentioned. In fact, just before they said uh, there's a problem with global warming, they were warning about global cooling and a new ice age. Really? Okay. What, what happened? Go on a trip to Damascus, did you? What's going on? Anyway, imagine no one has ever said that there is any global warming or have never mentioned it. As the weather is seen on the telly, oh, it's uh, very cold here or it's very hot there, would people say, well, what about the weather? It's all, no, they'd just say, oh, we're extreme weather in America. Well, extreme weather here. And if you look, um, and, and, and therefore, um, what suddenly becomes, once it's kind of introduced into your mind and your perception, changes in the weather that were happening before suddenly become, oh, it's global warming. Have you noticed, by the way, when it's, you have a, a weather event where it's really cold, that's global warming. And then when it's hot, that's global warming. There's a, there's a hurricane. There's supposed to be lots more hurricanes. Actually, hurricanes have been, uh, um, and, uh, and uh, tornadoes, particularly tornadoes, have been, have been dropping this, uh, uh, in recent uh, years. But uh, it's a tornado. It's a hurricane. It's global warming. Before all this came about, it was a hurricane. It was a tornado. This is how the, the mind manipulation works. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, far too many people fall for it for a simple reason. They're, they're naive. It's, it's not about, you know, being um, paranoid. It's about being questioning. And if it stands up, whatever it is to questioning, OK, fair enough. But at least put it under scrutiny. If you don't, you're having your perceptions given to you off the peg, as we used to say about uh, suits and clothes um, by the authorities. Um, 
do the authorities have an interest in telling you the truth? Usually never. Right. But see, this is where, whenever I'm on an aeroplane, I'm going somewhere, it come, the thought comes to my mind, we've never had aeroplanes before, before we invented them now. The Earth's never seen aeroplanes before. So how do we know the effects that it's going to have on the Earth when it's never happened before? Same with loads of other technologies, say ships or whatever we use. Um, well, never well, been... well, immediately I would ask a question. Why do um, uh, people, uh, billionaires and famous um, actors like DiCaprio, and all these people that say, oh, we must transform glo uh, global society because of global warming, and they go off to their billionaire conferences at Davos in Switzerland. Why don't they go there in private jets? Uh, so their hypocrisy is unbelievable. Al Gore has a carbon footprint the size of Godzilla, right, at his homes. When he came to London to warn us about global warming and all the dangers, oh, we're all going to die. He came in a big motorcade, travelled 400 yards in a motorcade. It's hypocrisy. Um, and, you know, you, you look at um, uh, the um, effect on the basis of, of the evidence. And, you know, the evidence is not there, given that um, global warming has been much um, higher in the past, and that uh, carbon dioxide has been higher in the past, that um, the evidence is not there for cause and effect, as more and more scientists have said. Because why is more and more scientists now coming out who were saying we're all going to die? And now they're saying, actually, it's a load of rubbish. Why? Because they're breaking out of this mindset. And there's another thing about science. If you um, are on a science project that is saying global warming is a fact and we've got to transform society to, to, to stop it, then money's no object. How much do you want? You're a scientist and you talk to some of them who is saying, actually, it don't add up. You see what, what happens to their grants and their funding. They just don't exist. Uh, and a phenomenal, a phenomenal amount of money. I mean, we're talking stunning amounts of money of funding um, those all over the world that are parroting the official version of, um, of global warming. But all I would say is, don't listen to me, check it out, but don't just check out the official version. Look at alternatives, look at what scientists are saying, who, who um, have been believers, if you like, and are now challenging it, and see what you think of that information. Mm. In other words, take control of your perceptions back in every area, not just this, everyone. Because on, on your website, there's an article that says global warming is a $22 billion a year scam. Um, can you explain oh, how? Oh, and then that's, that's a lot of money. Well, of course how, it is. How is it, how is it so big? Well, if you, if you, if you want to bring, um, and what that relates to, of course, is the amount of money that is available to fund people and to fund projects that, cut, that support the official story. You know... If, if you have a financial interest in saying one thing and a financial um, negative in saying the opposite, there are a lot of people who are not, shall we say, drowning in integrity, will say what the money wants them to say. You know, so it's very easy to fund an outcome. Look at the drug companies and the pharmaceutical companies and the biotech companies and the Monsantos. When they fund research into the safety of their products. 
Do you think they fund scientists who are going to say, honestly, actually, there's a problem here? No, of course they don't. And, and as long as sci- there are scientists out there, or people that claim to be, who are for sale, then um, we have to um, take um, what people say um, and check it out and play it across what other people say it, say something different. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Would you say that your opinion is in the minority, and why? In what area? Like, the general public don't believe it. Well, you um, have to, first of all, um, decide what you mean by the general public. Is it the general public as monitored by those that dictate the microphones and what is said through the microphones and the cameras? Because that ain't the general public. They are the people that are in the media, in politics, in the institutions. They dominate the... um, the, uh, the cameras, in other words, what people hear. If you um, also go back to when I started out on this 30 years ago, I couldn't fill a phone box. Now I'm filling theatres and, and um, sometimes arenas all over the world, literally all over the world. People have sat again and again listening to a 10-hour presentation even in countries where it's being um, simultaneously translated through earphones. 
and they sit there and they don't move because um, the evidence is being allowed to have its say, evidence they wouldn't find in the public arena. And the numbers of people now in this general public worldwide that are beginning to look at the world differently, not least because so many things that I've been talking about for 30 years are now in our face, is growing by incredible amounts. I've gone from 30 years ago being laughed at in the street to not being able to get around the supermarket most times without being stopped by people who want to talk to me about the information and how interesting they find it and how it makes sense to them. This is a massive transformation. So in answer to the question, one, yes, of course, it's still um, not the majority. Uh, two, um, this minority is getting bigger and bigger and not only bigger and bigger it's the kind of people that are opening their minds to it what i would call system people people in the dark suits with briefcases people you'd never thought would gone down this road are because the evidence is making sense and in terms of the numbers i go back to the creation of perception where do perceptions come from they come from information received who controls information received overwhelmingly? Where do people overwhelmingly get their information from, from which they form their perceptions? The mainstream. And if you do, you'll get the mainstream version of everything from the mainstream everything in all its forms. So if that's all you do, then of course, the great majority of people who form their perceptions that way are going to believe what the authorities tell them because it's all they've ever heard. You look at the number of people who've looked at the alternative to various and many subjects and gone, whoa, this makes more sense. And you realize that if people like me had the same platform, the same um, ability to communicate information on the level of the mainstream media, then what we call public opinion would drastically, dramatically uh, change. I mean, I've had people come to my events uh, recently, people have told me about it, who brought friends along who didn't, didn't know anything. Oh, come on, just, 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 just give it a chance. Oh, well, all right then. And they've gone, whoa, my God, this makes so much sense, far more sense than, I, I, you know, the, the, the alternative that, we're, that I've, I believed. And that's the power of information. But it can only work if people have the desire not to be programmed by one version of events, but to give themselves a chance to see that there are other ways of looking at the world and everything. Do you think we've gone too far? As in, uh, we, we, we're so far from the truth that it's there's point of no return now. In some ways, you might say that. Um, and if ever greater numbers of people weren't looking at alternative ways of seeing the world, and going, whoa, this makes sense, then um, we probably would be past the point of no return. But, but, you know, before we finish, this is the point of no return that everyone needs to understand. The point of no return is when the human brain body is connected to artificial intelligence. So artificial intelligence becomes the human mind, becomes human belief, and becomes human perception. I have warned about this now for decades. And we now have um, the crazies, because that's what they are, in these internet giants of Silicon Valley, openly talking about by 2030 and in the 2030s, um, 
people will be have their brains connected to artificial intelligence. We're seeing people being microchipped now uh, more and more, at least in places like Sweden, but it's starting here too. I was warning about that in the mid-1990s, that that was the plan. It was conspiracy theory. But David Icke, it's a conspiracy theory. He says they want to microchip people eventually. I know what's happening. Mm. I said that, that the, um, the plan was to ditch all cash, have no um, physical money, only a digital one-world currency. Look at what's happening. Yeah. And so um, the thing is, if... If people will start to look at what they're not being told, we're not past the point of no return. But if we go as far as AI connect to the human mind, how can that not be the point of no return when we're no longer thinking with the same perceptual processes that humanity has up to this point? It's a big one. And if people want to, um, want to look the other way, well, please be my guest. But... Um, You'll regret it if you do. This has been a brilliant chat. Really, really, really has been. Uh, thank you so much. Pleasure. Open up so much. I really appreciate no that. Problem. Thank you very much for your time. Yeah, nice. Enjoy. You'll regret it if you do. Strong words from David Icke. It was a fascinating chat and I only had a short time with him, but I can see why his theatre shows go for hours. He has lots to say and says it very convincingly. What do you think? I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to leave a comment. Thanks again to David for inviting me to his home and talking to Blinded Faith. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about the world's most popular religion, Christianity. I'm heading back to London to the headquarters of Christian Concern to talk to their CEO, Andrea Williams, about what it's like to be a Christian in today's modern society. Well, ask a few friends, ask a few men and women. Has recreational sex really set anyone free? Has Tinder, Grindr, these things really set people free? No, people have become enslaved. How does Christianity sit in today's ever-changing world? I'm Yasser, and we'll be finding out together next on episode three of Blinded Faith. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.